Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Happy Thursday, Tom. Happy Thursday to you, Bob. It's 11 11. 11 11. And at, I didn't know this until I was a newspaper reporter years ago. At 11 11, on 11 11, at 11 a.m. and 11 minutes, many of the celebrations, really celebrations, remembrances of Veterans Day, have a specific thing they do. And they do this all over the world, at every military base all over the world. There is no exception. Huh. And there's a lot, a lot of communities. I know that my wife was sharing with me the Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. You order through the app after 11.11, you get some huge discount. So. Yes. And I'm not aware of that. The, the tie to what we do, and we're sort of doing things backwards today because that's what I'm going to say. Our national day today is Veterans Day. But the tie is so many, so many veterans who do amazing things to allow you and me the freedom to do what we do, including this program. They also leave the military at some point. Often they do their 20 years or they do their four or five years and they go out and form businesses. Sure. And so we we have veterans in the people that listen and watch. We have veterans in the ring of Renegades and the Renegade Success Network. And I am so honored that I have two of my nephews who serve in the military. Nice. And one of them had a baby and two weeks later went off and served 11 wow. months in the Middle East. Yes. yes. The single most heroic thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Just and never complained Never, never argued, never, why is this happening to me? Just went and did the work that had to be done. And those people are true heroes. Absolutely. No, I, well, and, you know, it's always great when we talk about them to us and remember who are back home. So think about the person who was home with a two-week baby figuring it oh. out on their own. So, I mean, those, their challenges. Oh, yeah. Significant as well. So, yes. Yes. Great. Those uh, caregivers right. have a tough road. They certainly do. They certainly yes. do. So we are very appreciative of all they do. Well, good morning, everyone else. We hope that your Veterans Day is off to a great start. And that maybe this, you have the day off. Maybe you have the day off. That's possible as well. Uh, and that we will add some value to that as well. This is today's antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, where we have a conversation around a topic. And then we try to provide our one thing, one thing to help you move forward whether you use it today or maybe use it some other place in the future um, when you hit a challenge. Our conversation this week has been about feedback, and today we'll talk about receiving it. And before we get to that, though, we're going to go back to where we started with our celebrations. Uh, so we already know the National Day is Veterans Day. What are you celebrating today, Bob? I'm going to celebrate the great men and women who serve in our military abroad and at home and the members of the reserve who over the last 25 years have gotten called up, thrown their life on hold, served for six months or 11 months or 13 months, and then come back 
and somehow gotten back into their normal life. Those people are, as I said earlier, the real heroes in our country, and we don't do enough to recognize them. So that is the only celebration I can imagine having today. Okay. I, I, that's very fair. Uh, so I'm going to continue, and I'm going to go with the people who support them. And not just necessarily the family members, as I think we were kind of alluding to before. You know, it's there are lots of challenges that come with veterans. You know, all the things that they have dealt with and the challenges that they have faced, whether they be physical or mental. And I think we are slowly starting to realize that there is a lot to do to support them once they as they become a veteran. And so I think all those organizations, whether they be nonprofit, for profit or governmental, that do what they can to help veterans try to better manage where they are at. Um, Because I am sure for them, the destination isn't always clear. The pathway isn't always clear. And so figuring out how to just take that first step or the next step is important. And so my celebration is for those who allow veterans to hopefully live their lives more, um, more happily and more successfully, whatever that might mean for each of them. I love that. And folks, we did not script this at all. It just sort of happened organically. Never script. So no, we don't. A little behind the scenes for everyone. All right. So let's dive right into our topic this week. Um, We, again, have been talking about feedback. And so we talked a little bit about it generally. We talked about receiving it, giving it. I'm sorry. We talked about giving it and inviting it. So today we're going to talk about the other piece of that that is receiving it. Do you want to kick us off, Bob, with some thoughts about that? Sure. I love getting positive feedback. Oh, boy, do I. I mean, big time. Not such a big fan of the other side. I know it's shocking for you to hear that from me, but I'm not a big fan of um, constructive criticism. I have to really prepare myself to hear it. Why? Uh oh, here we go. We're going down the road. You open the door. (laughs) The why is where I start to go down the road of being coached. The why is I get up each morning deep down inside and believe I'm perfect. And it's very hard for me. And I know there are plenty of perfectionists out there going, Yes, I'm with you, buddy. It's very hard for me when someone points out that I'm not perfect. Even though I know I'm not perfect, it's one thing for me to go, you know, I shouldn't have done that. It's another for someone else to point it out. And I am blessed with people I trust and respect enough like you that you find a way to help me see it, even if I bristle at it the first time out of the gate. How many times have you said some things to me? Five, six, 10, 20, maybe. And then there's a day I remember a couple weeks ago, I said something to you. It's like, I've been saying this to you. And I, we don't always hear it, receiving feedback. And the thing I'm learning as I get older, I think, is that you, you do better to just listen and not respond. I used to defend, but wait, no, you didn't know this. No, that's not right. No, you don't understand what I went through. And it really crystallized for me with college students because they'd write a paper, turn it in, And it wouldn't be a good paper. It'd be like a C. And they'd be like, but I spent 82 hours on it. And I flippantly said to one student one time, 
they weren't the right 82 hours of activity. I'm really sorry to tell you that. And it hit me right then. It's like, that's what happens. We make decisions. We do things that we think are going to lead to the results we're looking for. And sometimes they don't work. And we can't see it ourselves always. Can I ask and you so, a question? Oh, go ahead. Finish. And then I'll ask my question. So next. getting feedback is the only way to arrest that. Otherwise, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. Feedback breaks that loop and says, whoa, time out. Have you ever thought about it this way? Oh, that's interesting. Wow. I could do that. Okay. Can I ask you a question? question? Yeah. Is that all right? Please. So this question is for you and all the perfectionists out there. You know who you are. (laughs) You you do know who you are or want to be perfectionists. So take the number of years that you've been alive, multiply it by 300 and let's say 365. And you'll get some sort of a number. And my question is, of all of those days, how many perfect Which, days have you had? <laughs> Goose egg. <laughs> and yet you get up tomorrow expecting the day is going to be, that you're going to be perfect. That might be the single most powerful thing you've ever said to me, Tom. Interestingly enough, given what the comment you just made. You remember what you just said? The definition of insanity? Yes, doing the same thing over and over and over. So every day you said, you've shared that you you get up every day thinking you're a perfectionist. No, thinking I can be perfect for that. You can be perfect. Okay. Yeah. So if you've done that over and 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 over for what, 50, almost 56 years? Getting up there. Yeah. Does that make you insane? <laughs> so, so let's step away from that. But, no, I just can't believe you. Just I am said, not qualified. Does that make you insane? I am not qualified to judge that. The, so my comment Maybe would be: You are Tom. If if every day, what if you tried to break that cycle and get up and say, you know what? I'm. I don't think I'm. A, I'm going to have a perfect day. I know they're going to be challenges and likely someone's going to share that with me. And what's so bad about that? If I go into the day accepting that I'm not perfect, I think what happens, Ooh, we're going really deep here. Um, what happens is that makes me lack confidence in all the things I do. The belief that I'm perfect in the morning I think it's the armor I need to wear to get through the day because deep down inside, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. No one does. We're, we're, we're all, we're all stumbling and fumbling and trying to find our way. Have you had success in your life? Absolutely. So despite the fact that you just shared that you've never had a day where you were perfect and still have had lots of success, something there doesn't equate. So why do you have to be, why do you have to assume that you're going to be perfect? You've done it in the past where you weren't perfect and still had a lot of success. Mm -hmm. So what if you got up tomorrow morning and said, you know what? I've had days when I haven't been perfect and I've still had success. So today I'm not going to worry about being perfect. I am going to do what I can. 
going to do the best that I can with what I have available. And I've done that in the past and had success. That makes perfect sense. Rationally, intellectually. I'm just trying to figure out how that looks during the day. And I think I get, I think I've gotten closer to it in the last year and a half, two years as we've done this program and I've spent time with you because you don't seem to get as wrapped up in when something doesn't go the way you were hoping. You don't seem to tailspin. You know, all you need to do is give us one negative comment about this program and I'll spin for, you know, a good five, 10, 20 days, years. It depends. And it doesn't help me. That's the other thing. That's why I'm really trying to figure it out because the time I spend like, well, they don't understand how this program works. They don't understand how hard it is to get up every morning. They don't understand all that stands in the way of me actually taking their feedback. And maybe it's good feedback. You know, someone told me a couple weeks ago that we, we talk too much. And my first comment was, you know, the flip defensive. Well, that's what you do on this type of broadcast. It's really hard. If we don't talk it, no, you just, you guys talk too much. There's too much there. And I was like, and you're complaining. But now a couple of days later, it was like, well, wait a second. Maybe there is too much there. If we're, if we're providing too many things to think about, you get paralyzed. We both know that. And that feedback was really valuable to me. But I had to let go of perfectionist Bob. Like, how dare you think I'm not perfect? You don't understand what it's like to be Bob. And I've heard that from some of my clients over the years. You don't understand what it's like to be me. Yeah, and no. you're right. I don't. Correct. And that, but that's part of that defense mechanism. And when we talk about receiving feedback, I think one of the things that we have to really deal with internally in each of us is what's your go-to defense mechanism. I'm a master at deflection. I can come up with a joke to get me out of any hard discussion. I know that. I use that. And there are a couple of people around me who are like, whoa, time out. You're deflecting, Bob. What if it's just a discussion? What if it's just feedback? You know, I think one of the things that I've tried to, that I think I have become clearer on in the last, especially in the last 18 months, again, the more you talk about these things, the more clarity you seem to have, is that adjectives, I, I don't, I'm starting to have less and less value for adjectives. Because I think it leads us down a path. Grammatically, I'm struggling with that. I understand that. I understand you're a writer and you need you need those things. And I believe that if I can just say, hey, they just gave me feedback. As soon as I try to make a an evaluation or a judgment on whether that was good or bad, that leads me down a, the path of caring about how it impacts me and my ego rather than how does it impact or influence what's real for me? That it's just feedback. It's just a conversation, not a hard, it's just a conversation. Like, okay, that's that's what's real for them and they chose to share it. Whether I ask them to or not, fair enough. It is, they like you said, they don't know what's real for me and yet they felt comfortable to share it. And what's interesting is sometimes people share things that might be hard for us to hear and they are unbelievably impactful. 
-hmm. and dramatically change what's real for us. That if someone had worried about how we would react, we never would have had that impact. We would have been stuck sort of where we were thinking this is all there is and not being open to what there might be. So I think that the idea of feedback is just, that's what it is. It's just somebody sharing what they think has value. You can then determine how much value you think that has based on not what the comment is, but how much that impacts what's real for you and what you are gonna learn from that. And if we think of this all as just one big experiment to learn, does that make it easier to receive feedback? I think it does. And I, th I think as you were saying that, I have two thoughts. One is that by your definition of what feedback provides us, all feedback is good. Even if it's hard to hear, even if it causes us great frustration, it's great to hear. And the reason it's great to hear and receive feedback is it shows that someone paid attention. At its core, I used to work for a newspaper and we get nasty letters about articles I wrote because I wrote about, you know, people being charged with crimes and they write a letter. You got all the facts wrong, yeah, pulled it from the police port, whatever. It would be frustrating at first. And then one of the editors said to me, you know, you wrote something that caused someone to take a very distinct action. The fact that they took the time to think about what you wrote, write a letter, throw a stamp, find our address, put it in a mailbox. Are you kidding me? That's the highest form of praise you can get for what you do. And it shifted my whole thinking about getting nasty letters at newspapers, comments from people. You know, it, it's like, okay, yeah, you're right. They took the time. You know, if someone sees me do a presentation and they come up afterwards, I really disagree with your whole premise. I'm thinking, man, I've got, I've got something here that really resonated with this person, even if they disagree. Correct. Once I settle down, I'm like, wow, I really got under that person's skin. They really dug in. I struck a nerve. And that's, I'm, I told you a couple of days ago, I think that my goal is to get out and make a difference in the world. If I've put, the, if I've made that person think about the world in such a different way that they want to come up to me afterwards and argue, I've achieved my goal. And even though that's negative feedback. It's just feedback. Isn't it the right. same as if someone gives you feedback, they actually cared enough to consider it rather right. than, you know, so again, it's not, it's not like, I, that's why I get caught with the adjectives, good, bad, right, wrong, whatever right. it just is. And I think if we just, if my, again, for me, if I just said, okay, they gave me feedback how, and then I get a chance to say, okay, how does that impact who I am? And some, like I said, some of the most impactful feedback that I remember to this day. I, I So I had, uh, I probably shared this story once before, but maybe not. If so, it's been a while ago. I was uh, in Wait, high school. We can, we can share the same stories more than once? Uh, probably. I don't know. Maybe you not. mean the Excel spreadsheet I keep of all the stories I bring up so I don't overlap? I need, I can throw it away? I think that's perfect, Bob, trying to be perfect. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. Tell us uh, your story. We're so anxious to hear it again or for the first time. You know, so when I was in high school, uh, 
I think it was our women, our girls basketball team made like the playoffs or something, some big game. And, you know, at the time, way back in when, and even it's probably still the case today, of uh, fans being wild and crazy and out of control and whatever. And there's some value to that when it supports your team. And when it doesn't, it's not not the same. And so I was one of those people who was like really trying to support my team. And at the same time, found myself caught up in it and, you know, doing something, you know, yelling at officials. And so the next day after math class, my math teacher said, Tom, can you stick around for a minute? Oh, boy. I said, sure. Said, you know, I just wanted to share that I saw you at the game. It's great that you're supporting the team. And is that really, is the way you were acting toward, you know, for, based on some calls, the way that you want to be perceived? And the fact that someone else was paying attention to actions that I took and had, and that had an impact on them of how they saw me was something that I was like, wow. I hadn't really ever thought about how are others viewing me in that situation. Now, I could choose to say that doesn't matter. I, that was the way I, I felt was real in the moment. So I'm okay with it. Or, and in this case, as it did, it made me take a real step back and say, all right, how do I want to be seen in the world? And is this the way that I want to be perceived? Because again, they don't know me. All they're seeing is what they're seeing. And so it, that was feedback that, has stuck to me through through to this day that I'll never forget because I feel like, huh, interesting. Somebody was paying enough attention and cared enough to share something that I could have been, you know, the teenage kid who was like, what does he know? He's just an old teacher. What do I, what, you know? And, and instead it was something that shook me for a little bit. And then I was like, okay, great. What do I learn from this? And how do I use that to move forward? Wow. Great, great educational lesson not delivered in the math classroom. Correct. Correct. So often it happens that way. The lesson well, doesn't happen where you expect to learn it or what you expect to learn. And I think that's the beauty of learning is that there are lots of ways to learn. And when we, when we continue to want to learn, that's how we grow. That's how we have growth. I gave a whole, that was my whole presentation last week about what's success. It's not necessarily based on the results. It's based on what have you learned so that the actions that you take can maybe be different and maybe more effective to hopefully get you the results that you desire. So Tom, it's that time, the most important part of the program, except for all the other parts, they're all equal, but this one always resonates with me because we named it around this. What's your antidote for today? That thing that we can take to the bank and think through and make sense of, and maybe it'll change us today, or maybe it'll be three years from now. You know, the thing that I keep thinking about receiving feedback, it, it, it the other thing it reminds me of, uh, used to help coach the girls, basketball, women's basketball team and when I was working at, at a college. And we had a player who was the nicest person, struggled sometimes to receive feedback. And it became almost a running joke among the coaches that when you tried to talk with them about something, their immediate response was, yeah, but yeah, but, and, and it just, it almost was like this instant reaction of they just didn't want to hear feedback and they had an excuse. And so it was, 
you know, we just talk about the yeah buts. And, and I think that if that goes through your mind, when somebody's giving you feedback, when you are receiving feedback, your first reaction is to be defensive and say something like, yeah, but um, then maybe you're not really open to learning and to having growth is that you are stuck in continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again without considering that it, you could do something differently and it might change the outcomes. And so I think that that would be my one thing is just if your immediate response when someone gives you feedback is to defend, you might not be open to uh, to change. And you're right back to your definition of san insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over again. Wow, I like that. I've been a yeah, but person, believe it or not. And I've learned over the last three or four months that when I'm getting feedback that bothers me or scares me or frustrates me, my breathing goes very, very shallow. <laughs> I actually find that I've noticed physically that my breathing stops. Like I'll skip a couple of breaths because I'm just like, <sighs> I'm going to explode. And what I've learned is the more I take deep breaths, the calmer I remain and the more I can hear the words. And I know that sounds very wellness, woo-woo and all that stuff, but I'm really seeing how my body is telling me, it's giving me signals that I can affect. And when my breathing gets shallow, the other thing is my voice goes up a little bit. When I get frustrated, there's a slight shift in my tone. I can hear it. I, I think there are a couple other people in my life that hear it, but it's like my tell. There, there's a person who says to me, I know you're getting frustrated. I'm like, no, I'm not. And they're like, yes, you are. Listen to yourself. And so I think we all have these things that we do when we're confronting feedback. And the more we can welcome it, you know, kick back like, go ahead, tell me what you got. The more I think we can actually use it and the growth that we're all looking for. Because if you're listening to this program, if you're watching this program now, you want to grow. Because you could be watching ESPN. You could be watching reruns of the Golden Girls. There's a lot of options out there. Golden Girls. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's on the WE network at this time, but I'm not sure. My... <laughs> hmm. A little insight into Bob's days. No, I I'm one of those people who likes to work with the TV on in the background. Fair enough. Yes. So... Anyway, if, you, if you're hearing you want to grow, there's no way to move forward without feedback. Feedback is one of the biggest things that you can have to grow because we all have narrow minds when it comes down to it. And feedback allows us to expand our mind and get other knowledge, uh, experience, and perspectives so that we can figure out what is real in a broader sense than just real for me. Because if I'm trying to build something to help people, whether it's a widget or a service, if I don't take into account those people I'm trying to serve and others who do similar things, how am I going to succeed? It's, it, it's, 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 the, it's really another form of insanity. Sure. I know everything about this. I'm the expert. It, anytime someone says that, that's probably a sign that they're not receptive to feedback. It's funny, somebody, you know, I've seen posts on Facebook about, tell us what you're an expert at. And I don't believe that's for me to define. 
I would never say that I'm an expert. I think I have knowledge around certain things, certainly. And I don't believe that I'm an expert. If someone else says, oh, you should talk to Tom. He's an expert on this. I'd be like, okay, that's what they think. That's great. I don't believe I'm an expert. I believe I have some knowledge that others may find valuable. I like it. Yeah. This has been a rigorous episode. <laughs> it's been awesome. Uh, yes, thanks sure. so much. For it's joining. always easy at your side. I'm the one who had to delve deep. Well, I, I had to like process to figure Fair out enough. how am I going to do right, this. Right. And by the way, folks, what you saw a little bit there was Tom Brush coaching me. If if you have issues that you're trying to resolve and you want someone who can help you with those, the Renegade Success Network allows you access to a guy like Tom Brush. I coach in there too, but let's face it, Tom's far better than me at that. We all know it. But seriously, if you're trying to figure something out, we'd love to talk to you about that Renegade Success Network and how it might help you because there's unlimited 15-minute coaching sessions and there are opportunities to really grow and overcome things. If you resonated with what I said about being a perfectionist, we can help you sort through that. We can help you find what you're looking for. And we don't talk about what we do enough, but that's a great example. The way Tom just went from simple discussion to, can I, hey, can I ask you a question? That's when the opportunity starts to emerge. And that discussion with Tom, believe it or not for me, we didn't script that. The fact that he said, I've been alive, I think it's 18,000 days. He did that. And I've never had a perfect day. That really struck me. Those are the types of things, if you've never been in a coaching climate where someone's helped you in your business with coaching or leading your team with coaching, those are the things that lead to shifts that make life easier for you. They make work easier and they make the opportunities come a lot faster. So if you want to learn more about that, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. And now, Tom, you can do your really cool closing. Awesome. Thanks, Bob. Well, thanks so much for being with us today. We hope that if you have thoughts or ideas or comments, please, and you are watching the broadcast on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, please feel free to put in a comment. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And we know that what you add will add value to someone else. Might be exactly what someone is looking for. If you are listening to the podcast, please feel free to rate the show. because that Five will, stars! That will help it get out more. And others will have a chance to be impacted by what we have to share. And um, also, you can share this with the the uh, perfectionist in your life, right? Correct. Be a great episode for the perfectionist in your life. I think they Either may not like it at the start, but at the end, they'll be like, "That was so useful." Or they will say, "Yeah, but," and then they'll <laughs> just move on. So, if you have a "yeah, butter" in your life, it would be a great episode for them to listen. To. <laughs> there are definitely a lot of those out there. So that's how you hope- should tease it on LinkedIn, Tom. That might not be good. That might be a good idea. I actually like that. Um, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah, butter. <laughs> so, thanks so much for being a part of our show today. If you would also like to leave a comment, or if you'd like to identify yourself as a veteran, because I think we did lead this off by recognizing that it is Veterans Day, and you're a member of our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, please share that that is so we can appropriately appreciate all that you have done to support us today. If you're not yet a member of our Facebook group, it's easy to join. Just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades. All you have to do is ask to join and tell us why you're a renegade. 
Now it is a private group, so we'll just accept you because we, I don't think we've turned almost anybody down. And you can become a part of our community that allows you to figure out how to take your next step when you're struggling with things. So with that, we hope that we will see you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of Today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and thank that veteran or that veteran's family member for what they do for all of us. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.